Welcome to this special Global Intelligencer bonus podcast of the blog post, Five Strategic Questions for 2022, What's Next for the Quadruple Entente? The Strategic Question series is our review of the five most impactful global security issues facing policymakers from Washington to Warsaw and onward to Tokyo. In our last edition, we looked at Russia. You can listen to that bonus episode at bit.ly slash GIDB002. Given the breadth of this topic, a bonus podcast this week covers each member of the quadruple entente. Today, we continue by focusing on Iran. First, make sure you don't miss any of the episodes of the Early Warning Podcast every Tuesday and Thursday with a look at three issues that are impacting global security. Subscribe today at globalintelligencer.substack.com. Like the French and Russian revolutions before, the Iranian Revolution of 1979 was an earthquake event in world history. The Islamic Republic of Iran seeks hegemony in the Middle East, replete with its Shia Islam at its core, projecting power with its navy and becoming a nuclear power player. Tehran supports Russia in Ukraine. China and Tehran celebrated a 25-year strategic cooperation agreement in 2021 because Iran needs cash and China needs cheap oil. Iran is a full partner with China, Russia, and North Korea in the quadruple entente. China, Russia, and Iran conduct military exercises together in the Indian Ocean. Russia finally delivered its sophisticated S-300 surface-to-air missile system in 2016. North Korea and Iran cooperate on nuclear missile technology. Russia, despite U.S. revulsion to Moscow's invasion of Ukraine, currently negotiates for the United States with Iran to revive the severely flawed Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, the so-called JCPOA, to restrict Iran's progress to become a nuclear power with its ballistic missiles to threaten its enemies. Iran uses its proxies to extend its influence throughout the Middle East. According to a report from the Wilson Center, quote, Iran's Revolutionary Guards and the elite Quds Force provided arms, training, and financial support to militias and political movements in at least six countries, Bahrain, Iraq, Lebanon, the Palestinian territories, Syria, and Yemen, Tehran supports its allies, the Houthi rebels, who fight Riyadh in Yemen, on the eastern side of the strategic choke point linking the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden, the Bab al-Mandeb Strait, and has a substantial investment in the failed state of Syria to bolster its friend, Assad. The traditionally smallest armed force, the Iranian Navy, continues to evolve in the Persian Gulf and beyond. 
In its home waters flows 90% of the world's oil supply. Through the narrow, just three kilometers wide in either direction, Strait of Hormuz, between Iran and Oman's coasts. Tehran actually has two navies, one for coastal defense in the Persian Gulf in the portfolio of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, IRGC. First, the IRGC scored against the United States, while the two countries were locked in the last stages of the so-called first Iranian nuclear deal of 2016. Two small U.S. naval boats were seized in supposed Iranian territorial waters near Farsi Island, resulting in the IRGC's capture of 10 U.S. sailors. The IRGC plays cat-and-mouse games with its smaller patrol boats to tweak larger naval vessels in the Persian Gulf. Second, the other is for the near abroad headed up by the more traditional Iranian Navy. However, the Iranian Navy's high seas adventurism came to light in 2021. An example is the mysterious sale of the oil tanker-turned-warship Macron. In 2021, between Iran and Venezuela, and Venezuela and the English Channel, popped up on the radar of U.S. intelligence analysts. One threat that keeps Western defense planners busy is any move by Tehran to close the vital choke point of the Strait of Hormuz. Tehran's asymmetric power is embodied in its emerging cyber and space capabilities. The Stuxnet virus unleashed in 2010, supposedly by Israel, against centrifuge operations at the Natanz nuclear power plant, critical to Iran's uranium enrichment efforts, spurred Iran's move into the cyber realm. Iran sees its evolving online prowess as a tool for coercion and force in order to confront the United States in a David and Goliath battle. A particular threat to the U.S. is Iranian penetration of its power grid by cyber. The Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps recently boasted about the launch of the Nur-2 rocket, hoisting a recon satellite into orbit in March 2022, the second such launch by Iran. Similar expertise and materiel to conduct a satellite launch is used for Ballistic missiles as well, a worrying aspect of Iran's military and technical growth. Iran's new hardline president, Ibrahim Raisi, has made the exploitation of space a major focus. Plus, marrying Iran's quest for nuclear breakout with ballistic missiles to deliver such payload raises ominous threat perceptions. The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps came into existence in 1979, the year of the Iranian Revolution, for protection of the Islamic system of government from foreign and domestic enemies. The IRGC has evolved into a power center in the government with vast political, economic, and military power. A major sticking point in the JCPOA negotiations between the U.S. and Iran today is removing the IRGC from the State Department list of terror organizations, 
which it clearly is. Iran leans on China, Russia, and North Korea. Illicit oil shipments by Iran's so-called Ghost Armada total $22 billion to China. While China engages with Iran to suit its needs, Beijing is not above playing a double game. For example, Beijing is helping Saudi Arabia to build a ballistic missile program, which is to counter Tehran. Russia helps Iran evade U.S. oil sanctions while withholding advanced weapons. Russian-Iranian cooperation in Syria has flowered in their overlapping interests to bolster the Assad regime. As North Korea's sophistication in nuclear technology and ballistic missiles increased, Iran was a benefactor. The two regimes in Tehran and Pyongyang share an intricate web of exchanges where North Korea needs oil and Iran needs nuclear and military expertise. In sum, Iran is a recipient of much-needed diplomatic, military, and economic aid from its quadruple entente partners. In turn, Iran serves as a proxy for China in the Middle East to nettle the United States, a mutual interest of both Beijing and Tehran. Plus, Tehran, currently under a U.S.-led sanctions regime, has ready markets for its oil in the cases of China and North Korea. And to aid the central goal of dislodging the United States as the lone superpower, Iran is expected to achieve nuclear breakout and thus guaranteed the ossified theocracy in Tehran survival. Iran continues to pose a credible risk to stability in the Middle East region by forcing the U.S. to recalculate its defense and diplomatic posture towards the regime. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode, What's Next for the Quadruple Entente, North Korea. Meanwhile, get a unique perspective on global security, political risk, and military conflict when you subscribe to the Global Intelligencer Early Warning Podcast at globalintelligencer.substack.com. Thanks for being with me today for this review of What's Next for the Quadruple Entente. I'm Wynne Trevette II, the Global Intelligencer.